welcome to another episode. I'm Sabrina Lynn, and this is Rewilding. It's the Rewilding Report this time. <laughs> so, you know how we stopped doing astrology episodes? Well, now we're doing Rewilding Reports on the new moon and full moon. <laughs> Actually, I don't know if we're going to continue to do them. Um, You've maybe heard me in the past share with you that it's kind of what feels like it just most serves the moment. And that's really the magic of rewilding. Uh, we have experimented with a lot of different things. And what we keep coming back to is kind of what we're good at or what we really try our best to be good at. Um, and maybe it's what other people tell us they love the most. That's probably the best way of putting that is it's really what people say. This is what I get the most value out of. And it's when we're really just in the moment, feeling into serving the moment um, and our community. And it's, it's like this wild, beautiful way of just feeling into these are the people who will listen to this episode and what is it that will serve this group the most? And that's where this comes from. <laughs> so yeah, I look at an astrology report. Yes, I pay attention to everything that's happening in our different rewilding circles, our priestess training, our mystery schools, our bones, living, living close to the bone, rewilding your life membership circle and the themes and what's going on there um, and and weave all of that together but really it comes from a place of this is just what we feel is the greatest gift that we can give in this moment uh, and so it comes from that place and so I just kind of lovingly referred to this as the rewilding report for the new moon <laughs> on May 19th um, and this felt true and beautiful and good and loose enough to be able to go outside of the astrology, which is what was really important to me, was that was the limitation that I was struggling with. Um, and I feel like calling these and just really speaking it up front that it's, it's, that's one tiny little part of what this is. Um, so I don't know. I, I don't know where this is going to go. We are in a time of very deep listening in rewilding um, and starting to really feel little breadcrumbs of, and you'll hear me talk more about the breadcrumb trail in this episode too. Um, and hopefully it serves you on your own breadcrumb trail, but we're really feeling... Um, yeah, just breadcrumbs of our next, kind of our next big program, our next big creation, uh, the birthing of our next big creation in rewilding. And it, whew, this one feels like a big one. We, we might be, uh, we might be cooking, <laughs> cooking up this one for a while. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But um I hope that this episode serves. If there's something a little bit more that I could share with you, as I always like to do, of course, all of that is a little bit something more, but y'all know I love giving our, uh, our audio podcast a little bit of extra love. Uh, let me see if I wrote something down. Here, this is, I'll, I'll read this fun list of things to feel into. This is the little something more for this new moon in Taurus. So these are Taurian themes. And I didn't go into these in uh, the main body of the podcast, but I'll share them here. So something to feel into, like what themes have you been ruminating on? What themes kind of stand out to you in this list? All right. Embodiment, grounded action, sensuality, value, worth, currency, creating stability, consistency, Stability to support our potential, um, resilience, humble, steadfast, loyal, discipline. I know some of these are like, blah, blah, blah. Um, but just just a little something extra, something to feel into, and you'll get a lot more um, as I talk about just kind of 
Taurian energy and this Taurus moment in time and how to kind of ride these waves and what are the doors that are open, what are practices that you might want to lean into or reflective questions or new moon rituals or ceremonies that um, are really aligned with the current moment and the energetics of the moment. I'm almost feeling like these rewilding reports are like, you know how when you go to a horse race, my sister is a racehorse trainer, and so I've spent a lot of time on the track, and they hand out the cheat sheets, right? Like they're legal, you can buy the cheat sheet, and you buy the cheat sheet, and you can see like the inside scoop. That's kind of what I feel like these rewilding reports are. It's like, it's like the cheat sheet to life. <laughs> That's that's maybe my aim in at least this episode, and if we stick with them, um, who knows? But I would love to hear your feels on the rewilding report and this kind of a, a cheat sheet to life, and if you love them, uh, and if you want them to continue, and what you would love more of, that would be really helpful. Um, it's just so beautiful to hear from you all, and beautiful to connect in with you all. I'm really feeling this amazing, um, this amazing sense of community in rewilding that's just keep, it keeps deepening and deepening and deepening and deepening. Um, and you can come and hang out with us. Of course, membership is the, the deepest way to hang out, but there's free places to hang out. Come to the YouTube video and leave a comment. Come to the Facebook group um, and leave a comment. But I would, yeah, I'd love to, I'd love to connect in with you uh, if it feels right. Okay, enough. Um, enjoy the episode. The Rewilding Report for May 19th, New Moon in Taurus. Wow, this is an extremely embodied moment in time. A very grounded, a very earthy, a very practical moment where it's asking us to create stability despite, hold on, there's a lot to this, there's many layers, despite the fact that we're being pushed further into our potentials. Um, pushed further into the new, whatever that is for us, pushed further into um, what we have dreamt of, what we are dreaming of, some of these deeper desires, these true norths, right? This north node, this is really lit up between now and July um, and even a little bit beyond that. But this uh, soul destiny, soul calling, soul path, soul purpose, all of this is really loud at the moment while being asked to create stability. I know, doesn't that sound crazy? Amidst, let me just make this even weirder, amidst a very Plutonian time, Pluto, which is very transformational. So it's almost like deep transformation, timelines shifting, new soul callings opening up, new soul paths kind of lighting up, destiny lines lighting up um, amidst this like grounded in, create some foundations and some stability in our lives. Here's the cool part. So that we can do all of those things. So that we can make the transformation into our next greatest selves, whatever that is, it'll be something different for all of us. And the, the next transition into... Um, our, our next level of empowerment, and I really want to use that word specifically, our next level of empowerment, your next level of empowerment. Okay, so we're going to go through some of the themes. I'm going to give you some practices that are really powerful for this moment in time. Um, and before I do all of that, if you've been hanging out for a little while, I want to talk to the fact that I have said we are not doing astrology reports anymore. Um, so I want to talk a little bit about that because I love y'all and I just want to share like these inner workings. And I also think that some of these inner workings are really great examples of the energetics of this moment in time. And so sometimes I get this cool opportunity to almost like be put on display. I know that sounds kind of weird, but to be made an example of to just really clearly define and show in a very tangible, in your face kind of a way, what's going on with the energetics. And so I wanna to talk to that. Uh, and if you're new, 
welcome, um, hang out. Things tend to get juicier and juicier and juicier as we go along. Um, it's kind of like a building up of the energy. So in rewilding, we work a ton with Shakti, which is sacred wisdom. It's divine wisdom. It's embodied wisdom. It's referred to as a feminine kind of wisdom, um, like a very, uh, <laughs> very like depth-based kind of a wisdom that arises. And kind of just the way that I work is that it builds and builds and builds in our container as we move along, right? It's kind of like the sacredness of our space and the magic and the juju kind of builds as we go further and further and further into our conversation. And that's my aim in all of the rewilding podcasts, um, including these reports, these rewilding reports that maybe they come out on the new moon. <laughs> maybe they come out on the full moon as well. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I do know that we put out an episode every single week. Um, we're very committed to that. Uh, every Thursday, US time, uh, a new episode is coming out. And so it's really just feeling into what most serves the moment. Like right now, it's Wednesday when I'm filming this the day before and it's what what most serves what most serves our community what most serves the world what is the greatest thing that we can bring through in this moment in time that is a really great question to start this episode to start this conversation this exploration um, into this moment in time what is it that you can do that feels truest um, most aligned and here's the wild part that serves. So there is some amazing grace at the moment. Amazing grace. I feel like I'm going to start singing a song. Wouldn't that be great? No, it would not because I have a horrible voice. But uh, Jupiter's in the mix. Very benevolent, right? It's like a grace bomb. Really, it's expansive but brings in a lot of grace. And there are some other aspects that are very grace-filled. But here's what I'm kind of sensing, seeing, feeling, even when I look at the chart and also feel into um, different spaces and uh, just kind of like the grid, right? But it's the blessings are coming, the abundance is coming, the even like material. So material blessings, because this is Taurus, right? This is a new moon in Taurus. It's very Taurian. And so Taurus is very tangible. It's money. It's very much related to money. Also, it's very Plutonian, which has to do with money, which has to do with power, right? So it can be um, very much related to blessings coming in the form of abundance or of, I don't just things dropping out of the sky to support you, right? Like you get a house to live in for free for a year because someone needs a house sitter. And it's like, wow, what? But here's the cool part, or at least what I'm kind of seeing, is the gifts and the blessings and the abundance is coming. Here's, here's, here's what's cool. When we find that thing that really lights us up, when we find that person, that place, that mission, that kind of whatever the soul calling is for us, which can look like many different things. It can look like a career. It can look like raising a family. It can look like a relationship. It can look like a place. It can look like a form of art. It can look like many things, but it's really coming into um, ever deeper alignment with that. And if I can point to the astrology, it's that the nodes are just on fire. Jupiter is on the north node. Um, Haumea, which is, uh, do you see my smile? This, if you're listening to the podcast, you can't see my smile, but my whole face like lights up when I feel into this archetypal energy. And it's a very fertile I'm very feminine archetypal energy, but it's very nature-based. It's very right relationship. It's, it's asking us to get into right relationship, right relationship, right relationship, right relationship with something greater than just ourselves. That's crazy powerful to feel into, right? Um, you might have to slow this conversation down or come back or take notes or like just go through this and feel into, I feel like this is going to be like a wall of words coming at you. Um, but some things will stick 
and they will really stand out for you. And some things, we have a phrase, maybe you've heard it if you've been hanging out with me for a little bit, chuck it in the fuck it bucket, right? So if there's something that you're just like, I don't, that doesn't hit. I'm kind of sharing tons and tons of themes from tons and tons of different angles. Some of the themes will really resonate with you. Some of the angles will be angles that you can really um, access. They're very accessible to you. And some of the other angles that this conversation will weave into may not be the ones that are super accessible for you. Um, so there is no right or wrong. There's just a wide variety in this. And so uh, that's just kind of a tip to go on how to get the most out of this conversation, how to get the most out of rewilding. Um, let me give you another tip on how to get the most out of rewilding. Uh, listen with your heart. So as I bring more themes forth and more practices and more things to feel into, if we can open our heart and listen beyond just the left brain logical mind, oftentimes things will ping. They'll drop in differently. They'll ping us. We're in a receptive state to hearing our own intuition. That's really the point of this is your own intuition, your own inner truth, your own inner voice, your own inner empowerment. And so if we can put ourselves in a relaxed state, so maybe just take a big breath or pause for a moment and like shake it out and be like, all right, I'm gonna just relax for a minute and come into this with an open heart and open soft belly, an open throat, an open mind, and I'm going to see what lands. I'm going to see uh, what sticks. I'm going to see uh, how my body responds to different things because sometimes it'll just be a buzz in our body and the mind doesn't really grasp something, but it's that buzz. It's like the body starts to talk. This is Taurus season. If we can let our bodies talk to us, it's like if we can learn the language of our bodies, we would be so wise. We would be making decisions quicker, um, deeper, truer, more authentic, right? Uh, and so that's another really big thing to feel into, a big tip for this season, this new moon. And a new moon, which is on May 19th, starts a new cycle. So the new moon marks a new cycle. It's the new beginning. It's a new chapter. It's the seeding point, right? And so if this new moon starts a chapter in Taurus, we want to really start to feel into Taurian themes. And if you are into new moon rituals or new moon meditations or like honoring the new moon in some way or this new cycle that's happening, right? It's not, it's, it's, a, it's a rhythm. I mean, this is like if we let go of the new age esoteric shit, which I shouldn't say shit because I, I think some of it's really great. I do think some of it's just for sales stuff and funny, but it's a cycle. This is a rhythm. It's a mother nature rhythm. And um, we can align with it so that we get into the flow and we start to work with this rhythm, with a creation rhythm. So we're co-creating with Right, like it's like the wind in our sails, the wind in our backs. It's like we get in the river and we're just in that flow. And so how can we do that? That's what I wanna share with you. Some of the things I wanna share with you. Um, and I wanna share with some of them now. <laughs> so just feel into some of these things for yourself. So rituals, meditations, ways that we can really work with this particular cycle is, <laughs> um, okay. Let me not dive into that one first. There's a couple of things. Um, there's a continuation of shedding. This is the one that I was saying, let's not dive into this. We're going here first. Yes, it's a new beginning. Yes, it's a new um, seeding. Yes, it's a new chapter. Sometimes though, when we're starting a new chapter, it's like the shedding is still letting it's like the new skin has started to form, but we're still kind of shedding a little bit, right? It's like the new is here. Feel this for a moment. You feel for you. I'd love to hear in the comments how this feels for you. The new is here. The new thought form, the new calling, the new um, way of being, the new way of working, the new 
um, the new whatever. Many of us are experiencing this like new in a way, but it's like the new is here, but there's still a little bit of residual old kind of in the background. I know for me, there's a lot of, I'll just use this as an example because it's a really simple one. It's a good Taurus based one because it's so embodied. Um, there's a new way that my, my heart operates in a new way. So there's a new way where my heart is staying open to a different degree than it had before, more consistently than it had before, right? So this is, it's new. It's like to stay open and stay loving amidst some of the most challenging um, moments to keep heart open. But it's changed, it's new, it's very, very new for me. But I can still feel that there's like a tiny little bit of the old, but it doesn't have the same sort of hooks, the same sort of pull where it will puppeteer me into closing my heart. It's just like a catching it and going like, oh, there's that thing where I kind of want to just like turn away from this moment and protect, armor up a little bit. But it's now not enough to make the make the change happen. But you feel for you. So this could be, you could be at a different phase with this. And I'm kind of seeing that in our different rewilding circles is some people are kind of at that space. Some people are really into the new and they're like, I'm just really not even seeing the old creep up at all. And some people are seeing tiny little inklings of the new, but it's still the old is really holding on. So that's just something kind of wild to feel into. We are in this extraordinary Plutonian time, right? This is deep transformation. It's very deep, deep psychological transformation, deep unconscious, subconscious territory transformation. So a lot of deep, very seemingly subtle transformation going on, but it's not subtle. Um, it's just that we are not conscious of it, right? Mercury, who is now direct, but is still in shadow until the 31st. But Mercury is now gonna help us to see more of some of the deep transformation that's going on for us over during the eclipse season, over the last, I don't know, let's just say month, last six weeks, last month. For some of us, it's maybe been a little bit longer. But part of what Mercury's gift is, is messenger of the gods. And now that he's direct, still in the shadow zone, which is where he retrograded. It was like when the retrogrades, it's like, let's um, reanalyze, let's reevaluate, let's like realign all the rewords. Now he's going direct, but he's not done. Oftentimes this, this phase, when he's direct, but still in shadow is where it's the most difficult in a Mercury retrograde, right? A lot of times we think, oh, He's gone direct, we're good. But no, now it's like, now it comes into the physical world. Now we can think it, we can see it, we can act. It like starts to really show up in the physical world. Before it was very much in the unconscious or the subconscious. And so now is a great time for reflective questions. Now is a great time for conversations, deep soulful conversations. Maybe that's with a soul friend, maybe that's with a therapist, right? Now is a time to really think about, um, thinking is the mind, Mercury is the mind, right? So it's to get the mind activated and go, what have I been ruminating on? These are some really great questions. I actually wrote some of these down. Did I write them down? I feel like I wanted to write them down. Um, anyways, I'll just make some up based on what I wrote down. Well, let me see if I can find them. Okay, here we go. Um, what have you been ruminating on? Um, what drains your energy? What drains your resources? So Taurus, this is retrograde, Mercury retrograde in Taurus. What is draining your resources? Taurus's resources. What's draining? What's draining you? 
Um, what's draining your body energy? That's another great question. Um, let me see if there's other ones in here. Um, Taurus is also very much about um, planting, like earthy. It's an earth sign. It's, it's planting, gardening, and we can feel into um, what weeds in the mind, the garden of the mind, what weeds have we been asked to look at? right? Like weeds as in um, mind viruses, mind thought forms. Like what are the weeds in our mind where we just end up in like some funny mental loop, right? This, and, and if we look at this as the universe is on my side, the astrology is on my side, the archetypes are on my side, this whole thing is a divine orchestration. And we start to dance with it like that. Like that is incredibly powerful if we shift into that mindset of this is a divine orchestration and it is all being perfectly set up for my greatest unfolding, my greatest soul experience, my greatest soul expression, my greatest potentials unfolding, right? And so when we put our minds into alignment with that, we start to see more and sense more. And so if we were to really dive into those questions. And again, you might have to like pause or go back or take notes on this because it's kind of full. I know it's like really dense and really heavy um, and there's a lot in it. Um, so go through it in the way that works for you. And again, just pull out the ones that resonate with you. It's almost like I'm giving you this whole, I love the word smorgasbord because I can't really pronounce it. And I think I say that the wrong way, smorgas smorgasbord smorgasbord i don't know buffet this whole like buffet of things to feel into and maybe you know the the first three things really resonate and then the next five you're like that's not really like landing great it doesn't have to that's kind of the aim of this rewilding report is what's in it for you like what's resonating for you what's here for you what's your you know, new moon theme, what's your Taurian um, area that you're really being called into? Okay, so let me see uh, where else I can kind of take things to give you some more of a buffet of things. Um, let's talk about the nodes a little bit, this, um, this destiny. Uh, Joseph Campbell, I say this all the time, uh, follow your bliss, follow your bliss, follow your bliss, follow your bliss. Um, there's something else in the follow your bliss that I'm that I'm really feeling for for a quick moment. I want to see if I can get the words right. Um, it's a um, I want to define this a little bit because I think we just skim over it and we hear that and it's just this like yada yada, but we don't embody it. So if we're in Taurus season and we're talking about how to get the most out of this moment in time, it's fucking embody it. It's embody it. It's not just go with the mind. Yes, Mercury being in that spot is great. The mind is doing great things, but it's in Taurus. So it's like the, the embodiment of the thoughts, right? And so if we were to, let's just practice this for a quick moment. If we were to embody, follow your bliss, how would we do that? Right? So the mind gets involved, follow my bliss. Okay, great. What does that mean? Right. If I were to do it and I were to bring it in and I were going to let it be a body-based thing, it would be, okay, when I start to feel into following my joy and my bliss, it makes my body, uh, like you can see, my body starts to roll. Like it starts to roll with energy. That's how it, when I feel into following my bliss, this is what it feels like for me. Um, and when I also feel into follow my bliss, it's, it's follow my, follow what lights me up. I started the conversation with this, like, what is it? Um, that person, that place, that thing, that just, it, 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 like, I want to just like sink my teeth into, I love it so much. Like, I'm so called to it. I'm so drawn to it that, um, that I, I'm, I'm like a moth to a flame for it. And here's the crazy part. Sometimes these things that call us the deepest, the strongest, the truest, we deny the most. 
We deny the most. We deny ourselves the most. That's something that's being very, very lit up right now. Very, 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 very lit up right now. What potentials are you inadvertently, unknowingly denying yourself? What deep desires, like soul desires, but they can oftentimes show up as seemingly surface level desires. So that's a great way in. What turns you on? What, and it doesn't have to just be sexually what turns you on, but oftentimes in an embodied way, from an embodied path, a Taurian path, a body-based embodied path, what it is that turns you on is you following your bliss, is your purpose, is your true north, is your destiny, is what you came here to do, is, right? We, we get so hung up on what is my deepest purpose? What is my soul purpose? What is my soul path? Oh my God, oh my God, I don't know, right? What turns you on? What makes you come alive? So also from this Taurian place, when I feel into following my bliss, it's like, what being here with you i was so tired before turning this camera on i had to restart this 10 times maybe more because i i just but being here now i am so full of energy i am so it, it lights me up it turns me on right i i literally come alive i literally come alive right so what is it where is it that you come alive where is it that you come alive? And sometimes, here's the other interesting part. It's not where is it that you come alive, it's what is the state of being? What is the state of being that you're asked to go into? So instead of this do, 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 this like very masculine based, do, goal-oriented, action-oriented, I'm all for that. I, I, I love that, I'm extraordinarily that in my life but I am also be, it's also be like I'm doing, I'm here with you, having this conversation, sharing these things with you, hopefully creating this, this like beautiful web of love and inspiration and just good juju and shakti that opens things and awakens things and helps in some way, right? It's, it's yes, there's a doing, but there's also the state that I'm in the state that, that I am in. So the, the beingness, there's a beingness to it. And feel into that. Like what area of your life are you more called to work on? The doing or the being? Because for a lot of us, a lot of us, we're actually, it would really serve us to work on our beingness, our state of being. My heart open example is a really perfect way to feel into that. That's a state of being whilst doing, right? I could be doing anything, having a conversation with my lover, having a conversation with you and having my heart open, writing something on social media, having my heart open, talking to my mom, having my heart open in a really challenging, hard conversation, right? Negotiating. The other day I had to like negotiate some work being done on the house and I practiced doing it with my heart open and trusting, right? I'm in money negotiations with an open heart and I am telling you what, this, the way that this panned out and like the flow of love and the flow of respect and the flow of trust and the, just the gifting that has happened between um, a contractor, like someone who I've contracted to do physical work on the rewilding retreat center, right? And to just watch this like mutual gifting. It's mind blowing. And I know that it comes from a state of being. Because the doing was the same. I still negotiate. I still am a hard negotiator, right? Learned those skills a long time ago. That stuff ain't going. I was in corporate for a long time, right? Um, but to do it with an open, respectful heart and honoring the whatever is the truest, best, highest outcome here. Truest, best, highest outcome here with an open, love-filled heart. Let this be a gift to everybody. Even negotiating money. Let this be a gift to everybody. This is what's on offer. <laughs> this is what's on offer. So that's something to ask yourself during this new moon. My state of being 
and and we can be really honest with ourselves, right? I'm I'm mostly looking at things with pessimistic eyes. I'm mostly looking at things with a closed heart. I'm mostly looking at the world in a very distrusting way. I'm mostly and let's let's be honest, right? And then let's <laughs> um, let's see, let's play, let's play, let's experiment, let's play, right? That negotiation, that was a grand experiment on my part, right? There's a new relationship in my life. And this is like a grand experiment in my life of like, wow, what can be created? What kind of a love-filled, trust-filled, deep, honest, raw, vulnerable, deep connection? And a mutual gifting can be created in this relationship from this state of being. And it's mind-blowing. It's mind-blowing. So feel into, are you more called to the doing? The doing, right? And on the doing side, it's the taking action, right? The making it manifest. There's some really good stuff around this new moon um, with Saturn in really good aspects to Mercury around making things happen, making things happen. Taurus is also a really great sign for making things happen. It's like grounded action, grounded. I am going to ground this in. I'm going to take some action. It might be a slow step forward. Taurus is like, um, you know, that old um, fable, the tortoise and the hare, right? The, the super fast rabbit and the tortoise is just like, doo-doo, doo-doo. Do 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 do, but the tortoise ends up winning, right? Because the hare got cocky and took a nap under a tree. But that's Taurian style. Is just like, and we're gonna go. It might be really slow, and it might be really methodical, but we're gonna go. Something else I want to talk about that's really powerful for this moment in time is I wrote these words down too. Where did I write them? They were so good, and I want to get them for you because. Here we go. Um, not that word. Let's see. I'm sorry, this is, here it is. Um, stability to support your potential. What is the kind of stability that you can create? What is the kind of stability you're being asked to create to support your potential? To support maybe, um, you're doing in a different way, a more powerful way, or your beingness in a different way, a more powerful, aligned, bliss-filled, love-filled way. What is the stability that you need? Now, I also want to just talk to looking out for stability that is like overly stabilized, overly stable. It's almost like instead of stable, it's feet in concrete and cannot move. So um, stability, <laughs> what did I write here? Not, <laughs> all right, not at the expense of your potential. So sometimes we choose old safety security. We choose seemingly stable over our potential and that's not what we want to do here so that's just something to really feel into to talk about right the mind is a really good thing to lean into right now with mercury still in that shadow zone but going direct and just to really reflect on to maybe meditate with to feel into what has been happening anyways like so what's already been happening in your life has there been some stability already wanting to form that you've maybe been pushing against? Has there been some old foundations wanting to break up so that you can create a new foundation that is maybe more stable for who you are now? That was a big piece of what was going on over that eclipse season was the shattering of old foundations, the shattering of old frameworks, so that we can build a new foundation to support who it is that we are now. 
through this transition, after this transition, uh, I really feel like I keep seeing the butterfly in my head, right? So when I feel into kind of where I'm at in an overall um, transition phase, it's like caterpillar into the cocoon, out of the cocoon, but it's like this fresh new butterfly. Like, I don't know, do these wings work? <laughs> like, ah, let's try it. And I still have like memories of being the caterpillar. And it's like, I sometimes want to do caterpillar things, even though I have wings, like I kind of still want to like slither on the ground. I'm like, wait, no, that's like actually not working. I can't, I can't even do that with these big fuck off wings. So I'm just going to have to figure out how to use these things. Feel into that because I know that there are so many people in our community that that is where they're at, but not conscious of, right? So feel into that. And, and I want to talk about this new, this new stuff. However, that's showing up for you. Some people are talking about it as new earth, um, new ways of tapping into our intuition, new timelines, new, um, new trajectories, new, like this is, this has been a thing for a lot of people, a lot of us. And some of us have been flung into a new trajectory and we're kind of in the space of going, what the fuck just happened? Where am I? What is this? I thought that was my highest calling. I thought that was my path forward. How did I end up here? And so just feel into that, um, something to think about, something to meditate on. Is some of that, this can be incredibly powerful, is some of that just a need to let go of more? Are there things that we're still clinging on to that were of the old timeline, the old trajectory, and after this wild evolutionary springboard into new timelines, new trajectories, new humanity, new earth, but we're still somehow confusing the situation or we're not, I'll give you a story. I just shared this in a social media post. Three months ago, I started hearing Utah. I started seeing Utah, like Utah, Utah. I was in the middle of a mystery school. It's like, what's the next step forward? Utah is what I get. Okay, I get nothing else, just Utah. That's fine, I get it. Now, in the past, in the old, this is just my interpretation, by the way. You feel for you. This doesn't have to be how it's kind of showing up for you, but just, I'm sharing this as maybe this serves in some way. In the old, when I would have gotten an intuition like that or felt into that so consistently in meditation, that typically translates into, I'm gonna be spending some time in Utah. <laughs> like, I'm gonna be creating something in Utah. The Rewilding Retreat Center is gonna now be located in Utah. Like, we're gonna be moving from California to Utah. That's typically what that meant in the past. Not typically, that is kind of what it meant in the past. And so I go to Utah this weekend. I just got back yesterday. Um, go to Utah this weekend. And it's completely not that. It's, compl it's, it's not at all that. There were some other amazing things that unfolded. I'm not gonna talk about them here. You could go check out Instagram, go to rewilding for women, Instagram, and you can find out what like really unfolded. I don't want to take up time here, but, um, it was amazing and incredible and really powerful things. But it was like, Utah was a breadcrumb, one piece. It was like, here's the next step. Now in the past, I would have been able to go, I, I would have, been able to go, okay, cool, that's the next step. That means pretty solidly, it means this, 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 and this. Kind of like this, like future projecting, we could call it, or just like seeing a little bit further down the track. But it's like, it's so, it's like we have a whole different canvas um, that we're looking at. We have a whole different way of creating now. It's like, and, and our, our intuitive system is so different now. And it's, well, what that meant in the past is not what that means now. And we really can't get ahead of ourselves. So you, again, feel into what's true for you, right? I'm just sharing this if it serves. But it's like, we get a breadcrumb and we follow that bread. I knew I needed to go to Utah. That, that was it. And then I got to Utah 
And if I didn't stay in a very open-minded, non-attached place, I would have missed the magic that unfolded because it was magic that unfolded. Amazing gifts and amazing lessons and the next breadcrumb, a few breadcrumbs on the breadcrumb trail of True North that were given to me in Utah, but I would have missed them had I been stuck looking for a home. Had I been stuck just going, well, this is what this must mean. If it was, I need to go to Utah, this is what it must mean because this is what it's always meant. It's different. It's different. So do you just feel for you? It's maybe something to, um, to open our minds to, to open our, our beings to, to go, wow, is my intuition speaking to me in a different way? Um, is the way that I once created or manifested, is that different? Is there now a more powerful direct line way for me to create? Is there a deeper, truer, more direct line, ease-filled, smoother, back to following our bliss, blissful, joyful, in the flow, in the rhythm, way of creating and manifesting. My sense is, fuck yeah. <laughs> My sense is, yes in a huge way. Yes in a huge way. Um, and to just feel for yourself, and maybe even just this conversation is the aha, right? Or maybe this conversation is, shit, this is what's been happening to me, but I didn't see it, I'd been, I've been fighting this. I've been wondering, here's some of the signs or symptoms that this is happening to you, right? Here's some of them. Um, let me feel. I've been wondering what's wrong with me. Why is my intuition not working? Um, why, am I, why am I confused? Why am I seeing nothing? Um, why is the way that it used to work for me, it doesn't work anymore? Um, the way that I used to make decisions or get gut feels or guidance or intuition, it's, it's like not working. Um, and it feels, uh, let me feel what, let me feel uh, for what's coming over on this other side. Um, there's like a new grid that I can tap into, but I don't have the wiring for this new grid. There's a, there's like a, a um, like a new, I just see this like, I, it's so hard to find words for some of this sometimes. Um, uh, like a higher vibrational, state of consciousness that I can tap into to create from, but I don't really understand that. I don't know what that is. I don't really know how to get there, but there's something, right? Maybe that's how it feels. That's a way that I can talk about that. My sense is we're going to work with that in our next bone circle, um, our next rewilding your life membership circle, right? Which is we get together on the first of every month. My sense is that that's what we're going to be working with on June 1st is this getting the wiring to tap into this new grid to create from this place, to manifest from this place. How can we align our minds, our hearts, our internal wiring, how can we align with it so that we're working with the newest energetics we can be working with? That's how it feels to me. It's like, it's like working with the newest, most high-speed internet, like internet, right? It's like the internet that connects me to the outer net, right? And there's a high speed way. There's a new higher speed way. And it's profound and it's powerful and it's beautiful. Uh, and maybe that's just something for you to feel into uh, or to meditate with or to join us in rewilding. We call it living close to the bone because it's like living our truth, but we're going to start calling it rewilding your life <laughs> because it's really that. Um, and so if that's something that you want to do, we'll do that in circle on June 1st. Right now, there's this really cool deal, two months for the price of one. So if you join in the month of May, it's $47. You get April's, 
You get Mays, you get, I think, five hours of extra bonus content, plus you'll get Junes, all for 47 bucks. Like you could literally join before the end of May and you could get three months, right? Because you have a month of membership. Like if you really just want to work the system, come spend 47 bucks, hang out for a month, right? You'll get three months, plus you'll get five extra hours of workshops. Stay if you love it. I mean, we keep going. There's the next, there's three circles a month. Um, they're all like deep, so it's deep soulful space. Like, that's what we created this membership for. That's what I created this for. That's what I show up for every month is to create this container that really holds us um, to our own truths, to our own empowerment, which is what I started our conversation off with at the start, right? It was this, what is your inner truth? What is your inner empowerment? What is happening for you in this moment? And that's why this is like a buffet of things for you to feel into and different things to practice with or try out or, you know, like it's really just, fuck, what is it that serves you in this moment? Like, can we get selfish so that we end up being so selfless, right? But it's, we have to be selfish. We have to be selfish so that we can hear our truth. So do it, right? What is it that you need? This is Taurus. What do you need? What is it that you need? How can you feel into what you need from a soulful place? Because we are going to be stuck with this soulful stuff, this spiritual stuff for a good couple of months, right? These nodes are not going away. Pluto is going to square these nodes. Right now, Jupiter is on the node. Haumea is on the south node. Like, we are nodes, 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 nodes. And nodes are the nodes of fate. It is the destiny line. It is what you are destined for. And it is going to be kicking our asses, right? To align deeper and deeper and deeper with destiny. Like, you're here for this. This is what you were born for. This is what you came here for. It's this, it's this, it's this, it's this, it's this. And we can be in spaces where it doesn't feel like we're getting our asses kicked because we're held and we're loved and we're getting the nourishment. It's like soul nourishment. I have this amazing friend in my life who um, every time I talk with her, we get off of the phone and end up sending a text message to each other saying like, that was so nourishing to my soul. That was such soul food. And it's like that from this love filled soul nourishment, soul food place is what supports us to, to really stay on that line, right? To, to walk our soul line. And so it doesn't have to be lightning bolts to the head, rugs being pulled out from underneath our feet. It can be finding community, finding these containers, finding these practices, right? Where it's all in support of your soul's unfolding, right? And if you're like, I don't have a space like that, Sabrina, that's what we created Rewilding Your Life for. That's what the membership is for. Come hang out with me, right? It's three times a month we're getting together. There's a Facebook group. It's private. We, there's, I don't know how many hours are in your membership. What did I say? Five, six, seven, eight, nine hours for 47 I know. Now I sound like a fucking infomercial. I'm done. Anyways, if that's something that would support you, gosh, we'd love to have you. I'd love to hang out with you there, right? I'd love to be with you there in June 1st um, and really go for it. We don't offer this um, two months for the price of one. Very often it ends at the end of May. So just know this is not a normal thing. Uh, I don't know the last time we did this. And so it's, it's really a deal. <laughs> um, okay, let me feel if there's any last things to share with you uh, for this new rewilding report um, for the new moon. On the 19th, this grand cross is a tricky thing. I'll end on this. Um, there's a grand cross going on. Um, it's Pluto, Mars, Jupiter, and Haumea, right? Grand cross. And that's tension. It's tension. It's, it's power. It's will. Uh, it could be very dynamic. Um, it could be, let me feel. Uh, I, I'll, I'll share this piece of it. So that's what's going on during the new moon. And then Mars is kind of the first to pull away, which is kind of cool. We can ride that wave of action-oriented warrior Mars pulls away. And again, this is another great way of getting into alignment with that and going, let my warrior be heart-aligned, soul-aligned, right? And lead, right? 
fight the good fight. It's like getting him to fight the good fight. Let's fight the soulful fight. Let's, let's be a warrior for love. And warrior doesn't have to be. I know sometimes people are like, come on, I'm so sick of fighting. I'm so tired. It can be the warrior who fights for your beingness. It could be the warrior who fights for your feminine essence to just have her space to be and to love and to flow and to feel safe and to be able to open and to be able to be receptive, right? So let's not get too hung up on, God, Sabrina's always telling me to be a man. She's always telling me to be so masculine. Um, Not at all, not at all. These are just different parts of self and we can dance with them and work with them and play with them um, in many, many, many different ways. Um, Okay, that's the Grand Cross piece. I'll share this other piece too. There's um, some stuff going on with Neptune. Uh, so it's a it's a spiritual time. It's a spiritual time and we have a possibility to see from higher perspectives, from a more, uh, I really liked, I really like this kind of way of talking about things. Um, if you think of like vertical, that's like the up and down axis versus horizontal, that's like the left and right axis. It's like Neptune, and the alignment that's going on right now allows for a more um, vertical, traversing the vertical axis of self to get up to higher and higher realms so that we can see a greater picture. Like, I'll give you the Utah example, like I got to go vertical and see from a higher perspective what this Utah trip was in the greater uh, connectedness of the all of rewilding, right? Like that's for me, that's a that's a pretty high viewpoint um, to get a perspective on, right? To get a perspective on, it was. I'll just share this with you because why not? It was very much about sacred tribes converging. That was part of this Utah thing was to go there, tap into this, these energetics, and it was sacred tribes converging. But to feel the sacred tribes converging. Um, all over the globe and it's like there's this work that's being done (laughs) anyways yada 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 I don't need to go off and tell you all about right my vertical axis viewpoints on things but it gave me a breadcrumb for what is it that most serves what is it that rewilding as a as a team as a community as this amazing soulful group of individuals what is it that um we can create together what is it that that we're kind of bringing in and um, anchoring in and opening up to and traversing into and what new states of consciousness can we can we maybe bring into the world right what is the gift of the great so can you can you like that's so um that's such a vertical thing for me um (laughs) versus a horizontal thing which would be like I should eat more broccoli <laughs> like that's such a ridiculous example but I think it it's very easy to feel the difference between those two and they're both truths well I don't know if I should eat more broccoli I don't think broccoli makes me feel good but let's just say I should eat more greens right and that's a truth that's a truth but it's much more of a horizontal truth and so um there's a way that we can really lean into this vertical aspect. And so spiritual practice, meditation, I would say movement embodied meditation to traverse into vertical realms simply because it's so Taurian right now. It's so Taurian um, at the moment. Uh, I think that's it. I think, I think that's all that I have to share with you. I would love to hang out with you in the Facebook group. I would love to hear from you in the comments below. Um, anything that you feel to share. Do you like the rewilding reports? What else would you like to hear in them? Uh, What was your favorite part, right? What do you want more of? That's always so beautiful to hear. If you haven't subscribed, subscribing helps you to not miss future videos. We're doing videos every Thursday. So every week something's coming out. Uh, Let me feel there's really good stuff coming up, but I can't talk about it yet. So you'll just have to sit tight, stay tuned. I think that's it for me. Um, would love to see you in Bones. Yeah, would love to see you for Circle on June 1st when we'll tap into uh, <laughs> um, this 
this, these energetics in this state of consciousness, it's really altering uh, states of consciousness and moving up to this state of consciousness to work as alchemists, to, to, to work in this energy, to work in this state of consciousness, to create, to manifest, to create our lives from this place, which to me feels like it's, um, it's like a quicker, more rapid place uh, to do and to be from, to make things happen. It's very grounded. It's very t like making it happen in the physical, um, but it's like work here in this state to then bring it into the physical. Yeah. All right. Oh my gosh. So much love to you. I will see you when I see you, where I see you and how I see you. Oh, there's a meditation that you can do after this. It's called Mother Love. Please, it is not about just your mom. It's not about a better relationship with your mom. It's pretty freaking cool. Um, but I think we totally messed up on the title and the cover of this thing when we put it on YouTube. So it didn't get a lot of views, but the practice is really, really good. Like it's super powerful. If you're like, wow, I really just want to do good practice, Sabrina, but I'm not ready to join Bones. I'm not ready for this rewilding your life. Sounds like that's going to be like really big and intense and wild and beautiful and crazy maybe a little too beautiful um this is a really great next step to just go like do a practice do a practice and it's just a big love filled shakti based practice um so we'll put that one next all right love you so much i'll see you when i see you where i see you and how i see you Mwah.